The Herald's Wellington business editor, Janae Tibshraney, for her, for her sins, has been reading over the Reserve Bank's response to the pandemic, and she's with us now. Hi, Janae. Hey, Heather, how are you doing? No, I'm good, thank you. What have you spotted in there? Well, actually, I wrote an opinion piece that was a bit more about what I didn't spot in there. And what I didn't spot was... Um, a view that perhaps the Reserve Bank should have put more weight on what house prices were telling it about the state of the economy during late 2020 and and early 2021. Now, I um, am of the view that by late 2020, house prices were going up so much that to me, it looked like that showed the economy was actually recovering quite well, which to me at that point suggests maybe the Reserve Bank did not need to provide a whole lot of more stimulus Put a whole lot more stimulus into the economy at that point. So I've written a piece that that sort of questions that and highlights that. I particularly note that in November 2020, the Reserve Bank launched a new money money printing program, its funding for lending program. But at that point, it knew that in the three months to September, house prices went up by 6%. And in the year to September, they'd gone up by 11%. So there was quite a bit of heat in the housing market. And I just do wonder whether that should have been looked at more closely and they should have thought, well, you know, maybe things are recovering okay. The, the date that you just named, that was November 2020, right? That's the one. Now, I know yeah. that at that time now, there was can, still... Can I, yeah. can I just point out something that is that is noteworthy here, which is that a month earlier, October 2020, former Reserve Bank chairman Arthur Grimes was already ringing the alarm bells, as you point out. Well, that's the thing. So Arthur Grimes is a, a very, you know, has a lot of expertise. And, and then already he was ringing the alarm bells over the Reserve Bank yeah. destabilising asset prices. Then by February 2021, he said they should be tightening monetary policy. Yeah. And then by July 2021, he said that they had created a well-being disaster. So, you know, it wasn't at the moment everyone's saying, well, it's easy to say in hindsight they did too much, blah, blah, blah. That is true. But People like Arthur, who know what they're talking about, were also ringing the alarm bells but at Janae, the time. But Janae, Janae, and let's just be absolutely clear, because I mean, thank you for saying this, because I've been trying to say this for months. Arthur Grimes is not just some guy down the road, like me, who you can ignore, right? He was, as I say, the Reserve Bank chairman, but he's also in the shadow board, right? Who who look over the same situation at the same time and tell the Reserve Bank what they should have done or what they should be doing, right? So he, like, I mean, they they would be aware of his comments. Oh, yes. No, they would have been aware. And, you know, he was a bit of an outlier in October 2020 when he was ringing these alarm bells. But then definitely by early 2021, mid 2021, it was more of a mainstream view. Um, Or not mainstream, but there were more people saying that. Yeah. Um, Now, I should say the Reserve Bank's argument is that things were very uncertain. We'll remember that in late 2021, Auckland was put into lockdown. That is true. And also Karen Silk from the Reserve Bank makes the point that banks were wary of the fact that people were getting so much support from the government and they thought, well, what happens when that support ends? What happens when the wage subsidy ends and, and, you know, the the government is going to have to stop supporting people at some point? She said they were worried that at that point people would struggle to service their mortgages, they could lose their jobs, you know, the rubber might hit the road. So she defended the Reserve Bank and said, well, look, the uncertainty was just too great. Um, And... You know, another thing the Reserve Bank said is that they they couldn't just pay attention to house prices. They were looking at all sorts of other indicators. But again, I come back to my view that the housing market is such a big part of the economy. It's worth four or five times our annual GDP that whatever happens in that market, we should pay a lot of attention to. Yeah, Janae, very, very good point. Thank you so much for that. Janae Tibshraney, the the Herald's Wellington business editor. 
One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.